Welcome to a special episode of Jacques Talks. We're on episode nine, which is exciting, but the more exciting thing is I'm actually joined today by a great friend of mine, Julius. Say say hello, Julius. How's it going, everyone? Pleasure to be here, Jacques. I really appreciate the invite. Yeah, so um, for m- uh, many of my friends out here in Massachusetts or Boston, this is maybe going to be weird because I'm not like talking to you, but I'm talking to you. I've never... D- okay, well, let me just break the fourth I, I, wall. I imagine there's a third person is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, because okay. I mean, I've like sat here and talked into a microphone for a long time, or I've been doing this for like two months now, but I've never done it where I'm like, talking to someone who's not here, but then you're also here, so am I talking to you? Right. I'm not. But anyways, Julius is um, he's moving to Texas next week, so I didn't know if I was necessarily ready to start having people on my podcast, just because I think I discussed this before. I, I, I want to buy a second microphone so it's more chill and, like, I don't know, be a little more structured with having people on the show, but Julius is moving. Didn't want to miss out on having him on the show while he's in town obviously it's possible to do stuff you know over zoom or whatever but this is true. very true most convenient so anyways we uh yeah we've been it's sunday so i'm on a better recording schedule this week than i have in the last two last two i i was doing on monday after work so we're we're better off already here and uh yeah but we we've been up to a lot of tomfoolery i guess Tom this weekend Bamboozlery. yeah yeah, you've been out and about a little more than I have because I didn't start going out until, I guess we, well, we didn't meet up until yesterday, but yeah, so both of, yeah, go ahead. Friday you were out. Yeah, we were, because we were at the birthday Friday right, right. and you were getting dinner and shit, so. Yeah, so we're kind of just been celebrating Julius uh, being here in Boston while he still is and um, now it's just a chill Sunday. You got some more stuff going on and you're going back in the city, right? I'm going back, seeing a friend. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying my final goodbye. So everyone I could see during this week, and I just say what's up to. I saw you guys yesterday, mm-hmm. obviously today as well, but because I'm not currently in the city right now, I left my apartment um, last week. So I'm staying with some family, more like south of the city. So mm-hmm. uh, anyone in the city I can see, I try to see them this weekend. So you you have family in, in the Massachusetts area or Boston, and I, I've like known this, but I guess I never actually... I think you've told me at one point or another, but I like how long and for what periods of your life were you in Massachusetts, like as a kid or a teenager or whatever? So I, I never actually like lived in Massachusetts. It was just visiting. It was just because I have so much family here. I would you mm-hmm. know come during the summer and stuff. So oh, right. I did okay. my fair share of you know, Thanksgiving's here and summer here. Gotcha. And Easter and stuff like that. But actually living there, I actually... The one year, I think it's not even a year, like probably six months I lived in the States before coming for college was in Delaware, actually. Delaware. Do you have family there too? I do not. It was just where my mom worked. And I was probably like a year or two years old. Oh, like you were like one years old? Yeah, so I was born. Oh, so that doesn't really count. It doesn't really count, right? But I'm saying like it it counts as a living because like it's more than like six months. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. So essentially, Yeah. yeah, my whole life just pretty much lived in France my whole life and then came for college yeah maybe you should i don't know i think a lot of people who listen to my show don't even know who you are i guess we've kind of started with the presumption that everyone knows you <laughs> yeah so i don't know yeah so julius is french that i don't know if that was established or if you could tell by his slight accent but um <laughs> right <laughs> so i well i'm fake french he's not so um that's pretty cool but yeah you so you grew up in france toulouse come on Toulouse, south of france yep so that's I don't know. How's that? I mean, 
I, I feel like I'm going to be asking you questions that I right, sort right, of right. already know your answer to, but yeah. Uh, we we got to put ourselves in the podcast mood. Right. And we don't know each other as much. And right. there's a, no, I like the idea of there's a third person here that doesn't know. Right. So you kind of re, re-narrating everything to right. the person. So yeah, I mean, Toulouse, it's a pretty big city in the south of France. Uh, I, <laughs> I was compared, it's the same size as Louisville. I don't oh. know if people know what how big Louisville is, but yeah, population wise, so my this, Kentu- all my Kentucky all, listeners, all your Kentucky listeners know <laughs> that it's the same size as Louisville. You know, so great city. I, lo- I mean, I love it, and I always say and I always tell people that you only realize how great a place is until you left it. Yeah, you know, as a young teenager, I wanted to move here, move to the states for the adventure, and then mm-hmm. now I'm like, well, you know what, Toulouse is a pretty nice nice place right. to be. You know, but I still go there once in a while. Yeah, I think that I felt the same way when I went to college. Obviously, on a much different scale than you, because obviously I was just moving from Minnesota to Indiana. But I think I really did kind of take for granted, right? Like my hometown, especially. Like I kind of was always like Elk River, like whatever, just kind of nothing here. But you know, you leave and you miss all those places you had and the people who live there and stuff like that. So definitely a change. I see this dude crying. Yeah, by the way, we have the... <laughs> so we're, we're recording right now. The, the North Carolina-St. Peter's game is going on right now, and we want to watch what happens. So we're, uh, the game is on, and they just showed this like old dude. Or he's not that old, but... It's, it's like, like a dad. Yeah, some dad just like crying. I don't even know why. The game just started. It's not like about to end. The reason I pointed it out is... For some reason, I thought this still was the Miami game. Oh. And I thought they were just, they were just shook. So Miami got... The shit pushed in by, <laughs> by Kansas. And well, they went I, by like 24 yeah, or something. Yeah, like 24. And I was like, oh, I thought they just showed some dad crying. <laughs> like, why would they show that? Yeah. Because, no, that was the, the funniest thing is near the end of that game, there's like two minutes left, and they, they showed this player on the Miami bench. He's just crying into a towel. Because, they're yeah, they're getting, like, destroyed. And they just kept Zoom zooming in. into this dude just crying. It's so sad. Oh. Have you ever... So you play sports... You've played um, rugby, American football. Yeah. What You've done uh, other stuff? So, yeah. So, currently, I, I still play rugby. Uh, that's kind of my main sport right now. Actually, throughout high school, surprisingly, played American football in France. So, the, the, the story behind that is my city, Toulouse, is if not the capital of rugby, whereas it's the best. They have the best club team in the world. Mm-hmm. A lot of the best players in the world come from that city. All the towns and you know like schools or whatever they have great rugby teams. Mm-hmm. So it's a very rugby oriented city. The same way that Texas, I don't know, with football, you know, right? Or the South with football. And mm-hmm. Texas is like high school football. Yeah, high school yeah. football, right? But like, oh, you're it's talking like a, it's yeah. like a culture. Right? You're right. Yeah, it's the same thing with Toulouse. But I always liked rugby, but I don't know. I just wanted to be cool and different. Everyone I knew was playing rugby. Right. So I'm like, I'm just gonna play American football. But now that I'm here, and you know. Outside of college, you can't really play football like that. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm back to playing rugby. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's the opposite here, too. Like, I know, or I don't know a lot of people who played rugby, but I know a number of people beyond you who played rugby in kind of high school right, or right, whatever. Right. And it's, like, obviously what you're saying, like, if you play rugby, or it's almost, like, cool or, like, not, like, taboo, but it's, like, oh, you're doing something that isn't just, like, what every kid does. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't even know if you know this, but I played football in middle school. I think I remember that. I remember you. And I was, um, I played like right guard Ooh. on the O-line because, you know, I'm a little bit, uh, 
I got some meat on my bones, oh, right? Yeah. So I can. Uh, I actually, I was like a skinny little twig say, back then. The no, pictures but, that I saw from middle school, you're not. That no, big. yeah, they just. I mean, they put the kids on the line who don't know what they're doing. No, <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I know what I'm doing. I just. I've never been. I have like high effort, low. I was not gifted with like athletic ability, especially, and that's really what matters when you're a little kid before you start building mm. muscle and stuff. It's really just like, do you have the arm talent or Speedy whatever? Kids or, right, uh, stuff like that. I, I wasn't. So, yeah, they just put me on the line. And then eventually they realized, oh, this kid isn't just kind of a meathead. <laughs> I like have some intuition in my brain, you know? They started putting me at tight end. Ooh, that's, that's And so I had some passes point. thrown my way, but I never actually caught one in a game, which is sad. But that's okay because I, I, it was sixth or seventh grade so you're so little that i mean most of the plays are just running plays anyways and, <laughs> but so i did football and then i realized that i didn't really like it so then i started doing baseball and i played baseball for a couple years too and i really liked baseball but it was the same thing there i'm just not athletically gifted i guess Do you i mean, need to be for baseball though it's very like skill oriented yeah i just didn't have those skills i mean i could have put in more effort i was kind of a ditzy kid i mean i don't know I've played um, my friend from back home. He's in a like town adult baseball league, and he had me come and um, just fill a spot for a game once. Huh. It was my first like live ball baseball in like years. And how recent? How recent was that? It was the summer after. It was after COVID had kind of died down a bit. Oh, it's but, pretty recent. But okay. it was like twenty twenty, I think. But it was because it was like after people were allowed to. Or maybe it was even before that. I don't know. But it was in like the 2020 time frame. Yeah. And yeah, I got, I grounded out on one of my at-bats. I struck out on one. And then I grounded into a, I beat the throw. So I, there was a guy on first. I grounded the ball. They got the guy out at second. And then I, I beat the throw to first. So I there wasn't a double play. But I don't get a base hit because because the guy who I didn't advance a runner mm -hmm. so I'm technically don't get so I didn't get a hit but I was still putting the ball in play right, it was cool right. like I still have still some wits it. about me yeah still got but it. they just had me play outfield and defense because I'm not uh used to like fast balls rocketing towards me pause but <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. um but you did what you're saying is that you didn't you didn't look like a complete fool right but like, I but yeah I if I were to have actually, you know, do something like what you do, is like actually play in a league that's right, right, kind of right. like serious, I would have to put in some work. Mm -hmm, for sure. Um, but, well, anyways, the reason I'd asked initially was we're sitting, watching this dude cry. Have you ever been in like a situation, maybe not that you've cried, but have you been in like a oh, tough yeah. loss before? Dude, I'm glad you had that question, asked that question, but I've definitely cried after a game. I think the my most, I, yeah, okay, it hasn't happened a lot. I think it, I can only think of it happening once. But my, so actually, so my last, my senior year of high school, mm -hmm. that was the best year, best run we ever had, um, football wise. So the way the club was, so it's, there's not, so in France, you don't play for your school, you play for a city or okay. a town. And usually the bigger the city or the town, the better you are. Mm -hmm. It depends on then towns and cities have multiple clubs, et cetera. Sure. So you play for a club. Right. And my club. Uh, so it's kind of it was like the the high school age uh, type. Okay. That year we actually ended up going to the uh, national semifinals. So we're very so in national like France. France. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. So we were we were very good. Oh wow. So it was pretty much the so it's divided by two division: north of France, south of France. Mm -hmm. It was the south of French division. 
right? Mm. And it was at home at Toulouse. Uh, and it was against our rival. So we have this rival team, which is in Bordeaux. Okay. Uh, and that's like the team that they're very good too. And it's a big rivalry. There's always big fights. So someone always gets injured. And <laughs> okay. It's always a very intense when we play them. And we got completely destroyed. <laughs> like cleaned. I, 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 I don't even think we scored a touchdown. It was like 60 or something. Oh, my. It was. And the worst part is that we had beat them in the earlier rounds, right? Oh, sure. And so this was the playoffs, but we had beat them in the regular season twice. Oh, wow. At home and at them. So, and at their house and at home. So we were like, oh, we're playing them. But so they had a bunch of players coming back from. So they had on the national French team. Uh huh. Because they, it's a, so it's actually like a formation club. So they have a lot of players that end up doing really good and go to Canada to play. Okay. So they had all these players come back, and we got, and we had a lot of injuries, and uh-huh. and that loss, that loss was because it was my last game as a senior as well. Uh-huh. So last game as a senior at home, getting completely smoked by our rivals. Oh, oh man, I was, I was, I was like, the locker room was silent, mm-hmm. like no one was saying anything. I got into the car with my dad, and I just started crying. Mm. <laughs> That's tough, yeah. Real man shit, you know? Right. Yeah, I don't know. So I had some pretty tough losses in, like, the band competitions I did. Right. But obviously, yeah. it's it, there's less at stake when it's, but it's compa- banned. I think, I think if, you, if you get emotional after losing something, that means that you're competitive. Well, right. No, so that's... So we, we were really good, and we won state most of the years we did it. But so, and I want to ask you about this too, after I kind of finish this story is, so a lot of stuff is like, we have like, we don't have national competitions for a lot of sports because it's just state stuff. Oh yeah. And then the teams that compete nationally are like nationally inclined teams, like private schools that only compete nationally. They don't compete at a state level. So it's kind of different. Just obviously the structure of the United States is different than France. But so we were really good in Minnesota state competitions, the I marched with so this is what I'm talking about now is our the winter ensemble stuff I did so like the winter drum line I did mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever showed you a video of that or whatever so we we would win our class pretty much every year it kind of depended but um and then finally our group kind of raised enough money and we went to nationals for the first time in like years and we thought like I mean this is like kind of from my perspective obviously it might have been different from our instructors who I don't want to say they lie to us, but don't tell us like, hey, we're going to get cleaned when we go to nationals. <laughs> but it's like, we thought we were good. We were scoring like You're top on the five. We were scoring like top five scores okay. in the country. And like, we thought we were going to make some noise. Okay. We show up and so there's like three rounds. So there's prelims, which is just everyone gets to perform. And then to make it to semifinals, you have to be like top 20. And then to make it to finals, you have to be top 12. So I, I wonder, how does how does a band competition, in the sense of you lose points if someone does a wrong so note? it's, that's... You don't lose anything. You start with zero, and the judges judge you and then score you out of, like... So one of the categories is general effect. So that's broken down into different things, but general effect is worth 40 points. So a judge will score you out of 40, but they don't, like, dock. What they'll do is, like, I think that this is worth, like, worthy of a 32 out of 40, essentially. And so then there's little, like, breakdowns that they'll grade you on that gets you to that 32. It's, like, complicated, and I don't remember all the specifics of it, but that's essentially how it works. And so we showed up, and we were like, like, yo, like, we're out here. We're going to, you know, make some noise, right? Like, I don't think any of us thought we were going to win, but at least just to make it to final and be a top 12 in the country at, like, the high school level, because there's different age groups and all that stuff. Pretty big deal, top 12. Yeah, no, right. 
I mean, yeah, that's what everyone's kind of like, I don't want to say dream is. Everyone's dream is obviously to win, but just to make finals. Because how it works is, so there's Scholastic and then there's World Class. So Scholastic is like high school, mm-hmm. like you're competing with a school. And World Class is like you pay to join this group and you're doing it like competitively intense. And so for Scholastic groups, the prelims and the semifinals are held in like this shitty like arena. No one no one comes and watches you. Right. But the finals is held in the same arena that the world class competes in. It's at the University of Dayton like basketball arena, which is like low-key not a cool place. But just to get, I'm as a it. high schooler, to get to compete in like the world class like arena and everyone watches you everyone shows up to the finals you get to you know compete on the biggest stage it's like cool so we we were going we're like oh we're like gonna make finals it's gonna be like a great deal and we like we we have kind of like a mediocre like it wasn't our best performance ever in the Mm -hmm. in our prelims performance but we didn't score we scored like not good we were like barely top 20 to make semis and we were like oh no we like i mean after our score we were like well there's didn't make it well, so we made it to semifinals, and so we were like, well, you know, but, like, it's really hard to jump up a lot of points because, like I said, a lot of the points are for general effect, which is just your show in general. Mm-hmm. So even if you, you play the notes better the next time, your effect score isn't really going to go up. Because, oh, it's continuous. It look, they look at your whole performance. Yeah, right? yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I guess I don't know if maybe you fully understand everything just because you didn't do it. But, like, yeah, so after our prelims performance, we pretty much knew we weren't going to make finals, and we were like, when we came all the way out here just to like not do I mean from my perspective I me and a lot of my friends thought we were good enough to make finals and we didn't but um so that that was like disappointing I don't think I cried but it was like it was tough that we thought we were gonna go out there and like show the world like our show and yeah we just didn't get to but it was it, it was your last year no that was so that was the last year I did drumline, but okay, it wasn't so like that, I kept doing band stuff after that, so it wasn't like a sad ending. Well, it was a sad ending to that year, but it it wasn't a similar situation to you where that was like okay. my last game ever. But but anyways, yeah. So you say you compete like you were. I guess you you said it's different because it's not high school; it's like town. But so when you compete, like clubs, clubs or yeah, clubs, the clubs usually right, represent right, right. a town or a city or a district or neighborhood. So like basketball, football, all that stuff. I can speak from like a Minnesota perspective. That's where I grew up. So we would have like Minnesota state championships, but the the champion of Minnesota wouldn't go on to go and play another state's champion to figure out the national high school champion. There's like not like high school level. There's almost nothing national except for AAU type stuff like right. with basketball and stuff like that. So is there like how does that compare to France's? So like, so, so the reason we were almost we jumped straight to national is because American football. There are clubs, but it's not a very extremely popular sport in France. Uh-huh, right. So there are only so many clubs that you can play. So even if so, I guess in my conference, right, mm-hmm. we still had to travel a decent amount to we, to go play other teams because there wasn't teams. In Toulouse itself, there's only like three teams, I think, and one of them wasn't even our division. Oh, okay. So we had to more more or less travel, but more to play more uh, okay. other teams. But I, I think, okay, a good way to think about it is because in France, I don't know if it's the case for the rest of Europe, I know it's definitely the case for France, um, but you got to think of it as kind of like a pro sport with divisions. Okay. So uh, I guess a good comparison, American pro sports is different because there's only like almost one division for yeah. all of them. But I yeah. guess if you know a bit, a bit of like soccer. I know like enough that 
I can understand when I like watch right. the game and who's playing and what the league is going on, but I don't know like for for example, so uh, for example, like right, soccer or football for the right. European or world listeners, but <laughs> uh, in in the UK, right? For example, you have the Premier League, yep, which is the like the, the division one, I guess, mm-hmm. right? And then they have all the clubs in it, are like the best teams, right? Uh-huh. But if a a team in Division Two uh, ends up kind of beating everyone, they can. Move up. bumped up yep. to the Premier League. Yeah, and in yep. the Premier League, you could also be relegated. Right. Kind of what happened... So, Toulouse is very good at rugby, but they suck at soccer. Okay. And they're... The TFC, which is the the soccer foot, uh, so, the soccer team of Toulouse, they used to be in the League One, but they were so shit that they kept being relegated to <laughs> Division Two. Kind of shame that, like, a city that's, like, the fourth biggest city in France uh-huh. is playing Division Two right. for soccer. But... It, so, it works the same a bit with... Uh, with like high school sports, but you're not playing for high school where different clubs can be good mm-hmm. or just not as good. And so you're going to start playing with your region conferences. Right. If you win a lot, you know, you get, you might get bumped up. Right. And if you like, yes, you, you, this one season, you're extremely good while doing the playoffs, you're going to end up playing, um, on a more regional level and then et cetera, on a more national right. level. Okay. So we went to nationals because we were good indeed. And we beat our district or our conference, yeah. but, it would have been hard, I guess, with another sport because you have to play way more teams mm-hmm. um, to get to that level. That makes sense. And obviously, I feel like like high school sports in the United States, it's like easy to just play a bunch of different teams because every high school has a team for every sport. Yeah. And towns are close by. It's not like you really have to go other places within your even your state to you know, compete in different sports. But. I do like that about, about American high schools. Um, I, I do like the fact that kids can just pick up a sport. Right. Not necessarily, not even a team sport, just at their high school. Yeah. You don't have to go to that extra step of trying to find a club or something. Right. Because that's, for, I guess, for kids who might be, I don't know, don't necessarily have access to that. It's, right. If they, if they go, everyone goes to school. Yeah. Right? So everyone has access to it. Yeah. And te- I mean, usually schools make everything work if a kid wants to do any sport because, like, some, some schools don't have enough kids for, a certain sport so they'll combine with other schools and the state will just like allow that so i know elk river where i grew up they don't have enough kids for like a swim team mm-hmm. but there's kids who want to do swimming so elk river rogers and zimmerman which are two other towns nearby they like compete together as a swim team right, right. and they go to meets just as a combined group and yeah, like what you had said about pretty much like anyone can do it. I think that that's usually like it gets harder like when you become a junior and senior in high school because if you just if you're just ass like <laughs> you don't make the team really. But at least at my high school they have a so my high school is like a basketball high school. We've won seventeen state titles throughout the history of high school, which honestly. I don't want to say isn't that many because yeah, obviously them, it's a lot, but them tall uh, German boys in Minnesota, right? <laughs> them, yeah, the Scandinavians and uh, yeah. Nordic boys, yeah. But um, so my high school is like a basketball school, and we're private, so kids go because they know we're good at basketball and they're gonna get exposure and stuff like that. So, and speaking of which, my high school actually just lost in the championship game yesterday, so oh, rip, but tough. it's fine. Second place is better than uh, third, I guess. Or hey, you know, you <laughs> no way. my my. One of my commanders I had, like my first, my freshman year, he said, There's no second or third place, only losers. Yeah. <laughs> I know people with that mindset. It's like first loser, is second place is just first loser. But I think podium, um, podium is what really matters. One, yeah. two, three. After yeah. that, you just lost. Right, right. Um, 
So yeah, they have they have varsity and they have JV, which is normal. But at my high school, we had I think they call it gold team, which pretty much just means if you want to play, you will at <laughs> least make gold team. And so if you can only make it if you're a freshman or sophomore, though, if you're a junior uh, and you're not good enough for JV, <laughs> you just don't you know make the team. But yeah, if I mean if you want to do it, I was like I don't want to say I was recruited, but. I was sent multiple emails about, hey, you should come do baseball. I saw, like, whatever you've done baseball in the past. To the goal team? No, not to the goal <laughs> team. That's just for basketball. What I'm saying is we're a basketball school, but even our school, who's, like, super intense with basketball, we still have a team that's for literally any – because we have a bunch of sweats come to our school to play basketball, but we don't want to dis- dissuade just casual kids <laughs> who play- want to play basketball in high school from playing so they can s- oh. still play on the goal team. So this is, yeah. like, a participation – Almost, but they still compete with other, like, uh, freshmen – or like third, I don't know. It's I find it funny that they call it the gold team. But, just well, because like, our school colors are black and gold. Okay, okay. It, no, it's not. It's, it's not like, like a, a, you guys are the special team. <laughs> <laughs> no, my my brother who's uh oh so there's there's the varsity, there's the JV, and then there's the like freshman team, which is they compete against the other freshman mm-hmm. teams in the country, and then there's gold team. So gold team is like the fourth team. Is is under freshman. Is yeah, it's under the freshman team because the freshman team is like the competitive, like goes for like the freshman state championship, or I don't know how it works. There's it's not like a state championship, but like the freshman, the best freshman team in the country, or whatever, or not the country, the state. But my brother, who's really, I, maybe I shouldn't expose my brother like this, but he, <laughs> he's trash at basketball. No, my brother's my brother's good, but he's not. He's his his biggest. It, I don't want to say problem, but my brother's small. He's see, he plays point guard. And he plays like true point guard, like ball distributor, and you know like three and d kind of guy like he doesn't drive in and like body oh. people he's smaller he's like a professor so, he's like a what he's like the professor what do you mean by that like, like the, the short white kid yeah who, like, who made like mixtapes on youtube i don't know who you're talking about but you, i'm guessing yes um it's like the he's never been like played pro but like i think he would just like play street ball oh, okay. and put videos on the internet and he was very good but he's like a yeah it's like everyone's watching him, but he's right. a short white kid. So my br- good. My brother's he's good, but he's not like good. Good. He always jokes he's gonna like make it to the league, but I mean, we talked about this earlier before we started recording. Like, one point one percent of people who play basketball make it to the NBA. Right. It's like crazy. Well, anyway, so he, he's like, if I make the goal team, I'm just quitting. <laughs> <laughs> he said. He said I put in so much work to like be good at basketball. If I just try out and make goal team, he's like. Ah. I, I'm just not doing it. <laughs> but no, nah, he, he made the freshman team, so all all good. All good. He did not quit, but Rudy. Rudy. <laughs> um but cool. So that yeah. Good uh It's not looking good for St. Peter's. No, yeah, by the way, yeah, this game is what was it like twenty seven thirteen or yeah, something? Twenty seven to yeah. I mean I'd rather see so as much as a, you know I love a good underdog Cinderella with St. Peter's. <laughs> I'd rather see North Carolina Duke in the final four. Cause they've never there. I don't know. You told me earlier, you don't really pay attention or care about college basketball, no, but no. Duke UNC is like a storied, um, like basketball rivalry. Cause they're in state. They're both North Carolina. I know that um, Duke and UNC are good. I, I, I do know. Big rivals in basketball, especially. And, but they've never actually played each other in the tournament right. ever. And so if North Carolina wins this, they'll play in the final four, like for the first time in history. So I'd rather see that much of them like, oh, like go St. Peter's, like, I guess, but I'd if rather they win, see. win, that would be cool. Right. No, I'm not. I, whoever wins this game, I'm happy because if St. Peter's wins, then, I mean, it's lit. You know, a 15 seed making like bum That's ass. That's cool. 
Yeah, it's like Doug carrying the team. <laughs> have you heard? It's saying like the. I, I don't know if I, I, I might embarrass myself because I have no idea how to pronounce that name. I don't know if it's Leicester or Leicester City. Ever heard of that? Leicester. Leicester. So it was, it's in England. It's like a soccer thing. I think it's Leicester. Leicester. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. So they they were like not even Division One and ended up winning the Premier League. I think I remember that. That's kind of. I like yeah. those stories. That's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, and all and all the players on that. Not all, but some of the players on that team. You know, they ended up getting more exposure. Right. Right. Next to it. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I do love an underdog story. Yeah, I mean it's good. It's fun to cheer for them because it's like they shouldn't even. They have no business even <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. It's like no, I, no one knew who I did. I couldn't have told you if someone was like a Saint Peter's at college. I'd be like, I don't know, probably, but I'd never heard of it. It's like last year Oral Roberts. Like that's the name of the school. Oh, so oh yeah. I guess if you don't really pay attention, you wouldn't know this. So yeah, last year <laughs> Oral Roberts. Their school name was Oral Roberts. <laughs> No, there's, there's a lot of jokes. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. That did never change the name of that school. Yeah, because it's named after this old dude who is... So we'll get... Uh, let me get into this. So yeah, they were a 15 seed last year, and they made it to the Sweet 16. They were only the second 15 seed to ever make the Sweet 16. And so St. Peter's is the third. They did it this year. But so last year, Oral Roberts did it. And everyone's like, whoa, like, let's go Oral Roberts. And then people started like looking at the school, and they're like, oh, this is like one of the most racist schools <laughs> in the country. Like they have hella rules that are like... <laughs> Like, because you know how, like, Notre Dame, do like, our Duloc rules are kind of messed up still? Right. Like, uh, I don't even want to get into it. Like, we, we have the old, old, some old rules. old-timey Catholic rules that they yeah. never got rid of from the rule book, but, like, no one, it's, like, is what it is, whatever. Antiquated. Like, no marriage or you know, stuff like that. I don't right. know. Yeah, this school, so Oral Roberts, like, the guy, back in, like, the 1800s, he was some evangelical, like, right. I don't even remember. And don't quote me on this, because I don't, I don't remember specifically what it was. But they have this is rule, a fact-checking podcast. They have rules that are like no, I don't want to say no transgender, but it's like stuff like that where it's like super like you can't like kiss other people. It's just like super old timey like religious zealot type oh, rules I see, I see. that are like unlike Notre Dame where it's like not upheld. Where it's just like we never changed the they rule book from eighteen. They yeah they actually punish people at Oral Roberts for like doing <laughs> like just like normal college behavior <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Can you imagine they have like. They're like separate bathrooms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one bathroom, so one bathroom still, still Like why, why is there four drinking fountains? <laughs> <Right. laughs> they, 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 re, they removed the colored sign. Yeah. But, but it's, it's still, it's still, it's still yeah. <laughs> BJ Bob. Uh, but that's the name of the school. BJ what? Oh, yeah. Oh, BJ <laughs> yeah. Bob. Yeah. Well, so last year there Where was... Where is it? Is it in the South? Yeah, it's in like Arkansas or something. Of course. Or Kentucky. I don't even know. It's one of those states that, like, is always up to no good in Which, terms let's of... let's be uh, honest. Yeah. <laughs> We're not so proud. <laughs> but, um, yeah, last year there was, like, Oral Roberts and, like, Longwood University. Oh, hell yeah. And everyone was like, who are we cheering for this year? Because <laughs> there's no more innuendo schools. There was... Or maybe Longwood was... One, Longwood was playing this year and that. Everyone was like, Longwood is last year's... This year's Oral Roberts, but... <laughs> Belongwood lost in the first round, so now we're out here cheering for St. Peter's. But yeah, the score's twenty-seven to eleven, not looking good uh, for St. Peter's. But I guess reality just came back. <laughs> well, right. I mean, they upset some pretty good teams. They beat Kentucky and um, Purdue. And who is that? Doug? Is that is that the white one? So twenty-five? Is that him? I. C- oh, and the the guy with the ball right now is Doug. Yeah. Oh, I've I've heard about Doug. So, did you just see they're shooting f- like 4 of 22 right now, St. Peter's? Yes. That's a 
abysmal. But anyways, we can probably move on from talking about basketball and sports. So yes. you're moving to Texas. Yes, sir. Do you want to talk about, we haven't even brought up Air Force yeah, at all crazy. here. So, so. so many layers to this. But yeah. As I Just to, to introduce, the I guess, the topic is I am in the Air Force. So I did Air Force ROTC. Um, and if you're confused by why French guys doing Air Force ROTC, I am also an American. I, yeah, I, I, know, I was going to say I'm confused as <laughs> you're well. You're confused? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. The funny thing is I'm not confused because I like know you're a yeah, right, citizen right. and stuff. But I tell my or like I was you'll, confused. Yeah. Right. I'll, like You'll like meet some friends and I'll be like, oh yeah, he's like in the Air Force. And they're like, how is he in the Air Force? I'm like, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, like. Yeah, so essentially, um, I'm, my mom's American. My dad is French. Dual citizenship. Did Air Force ROTC in college, so I am in the Air Force right now. And the reason I was in Boston is because uh, I actually am going to pilot training. But uh, usually pilots, I guess, coming out of ROTC, uh, they wait around a year before getting assigned to their base, or just because you know there's some backlog, there's some wait, and COVID also happened. Um, so there's kind of like a backlog with classes. But uh, now I am finally, I finally have a date. And Texas to where the flight school is, pilot training. So I'm going there in two weeks. Uh, and so I think I had a misconception because you had mentioned San Antonio, but you're, it's not in San Antonio, right? But so, yeah. So when people it, ask me, I say San Antonio because that's the closest civilization. Right. But I'm closer to Mexico than I am to San Antonio. Right. So is it? Are you southeast or southwest? Like what part? South of southwest. Okay, that's what I thought. If you look at a map, it's just straight. Take San Antonio, pretty much go straight west. Okay. And then at, pretty much at the border, that's where oh, the town okay. is. Oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. In the desert. So you just like get to start flying planes when you get out there? Like how? Like, I, what, I think for you... a while, I'm probably not going to touch a plane. Sure. Uh, I think even when I get there, I might have to be on casual mm-hmm. for a couple of months. Uh, hopefully not too long. Um, and then there's different stages to it. So you... You start to fly. I think you get your like uh, private pilot license mm-hmm. on um, DA twenty, so it's kind of like a Cessna type aircraft. Mm-hmm. And then you start with ground school, and then you slowly go to flying planes. A lot of a lot of sim time, I've heard as well. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's pilot training. You're learning how to fly. You're learning how to fly the Air Force way. Right. And, um, so you do a lot of training, but is there like work? Because I know you get paid, but obviously it's because you're right. serving. But is Will you be like doing work down there too, or is it just, just training and pretty much showing up every day? I don't want to say going to school, but, but essentially, it is. It is what it is. Like it is essentially go to school, and your work is going to school. Okay. So I am, I am getting paid as if I was doing another job mm-hmm. as a lieutenant, but uh, that's my job right now. And the Air Force works a lot like that, where going to training is part of your work. Mm-hmm. And even I mean, once I'm actually a pilot. Uh, a lot of what I'm going to do is just, you know, readiness and just training. Mm-hmm. That's going to be my work. Right. It's just getting better, preparing all the time. So I guess in a way, because it is kind of like a school, flight school, I guess I am getting paid to go to school, but that's right. the work, you know, getting right. training. Right, 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 right. So you obviously are required to do a certain number of years of service because you did RTC, which is like, I don't know all the specifics of behind that, but obviously they paid for you to go to school and then you have to do the service in return. So how long... How long will you have to serve? Or like, when will you be? You said, I think yesterday you'll be like 32 when you're out or something like that. Something like that. So most people, uh, you get a minimum of four years for ROTC. Uh-huh. Uh, pilots, however, at least for the Air Force, it's like that. It's a 10-year commitment. Okay. 
why is that? I mean, just because you spend a lot of time, like I said, in training and school. Right. A lot of money is put into you for you. So they kind of want a return on investment. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's 10 years for pilots, but it's usually most ROTC jobs or most jobs that you would get outside of ROTC is just four years minimum. And then you can decide. To okay. Understand. So that's like our other friend, Chris, is doing the Army or he did Army ROTC. Right. So he technically would have gotten that, that four-year minimum as well. But since he's going to med school, he has to get an additional four years. So that's why he's serving eight. Almost as long as I am because right. he has to finish school. And by right. the time he's out of med school, plus the four years, right. it's about, about around the same Right, time. yeah. But obviously he's doing a lot of different stuff with being a doctor and the military and stuff. Right. But yeah, so I guess my next question in this regard is, I feel like anytime I ever talk to anyone about our, I didn't really even know what ROTC was before I went to Notre Dame because mm-hmm. I'm sure that there's ROTC in Minnesota and stuff. I just didn't know anyone who did it or whatever. And I know there's like JROTC too, which is like very like, different. I'm a future army. Right. <laughs> like, you know, it's those kids. It's like all the memes. Right. But we usually, we usually shit on the kids that come into ROTC and say that they did uh, high school. I mean, JROTC. Uh, right. I mean, it, it really is a thing. Like, yeah. I mean, not, not saying that everyone coming from that is, 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 it deserves to be made fun of. I think on the contrary, but but the program itself is kind of corny. It's a meme. It's a yeah. Meme. It really is a meme. I mean, right. I don't. I don't know. I went to high school in France, so I have no idea what they do. Right, right. From what I've heard, is the meme is kind of true. They just fuck about March. Yeah. You know, look over the uniform. They have a bunch of ranks. Like some of them look like Korean generals. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a five star, six star space admiral, <laughs> but he's a freshman in college. Right. Oh, sorry, in high school. Yeah. So, I think that's kind of. The, where the memes come, the memes come from. Right. So the question I have is kind of bouncing off that because most of the people when I'm like, oh yeah, my friend Julius, he's like an Air Force Razi. They're like, oh, so he's a loser. Like <laughs> I feel like everyone who doesn't, we'll well, because like I know like the Razi program, and I I don't think it's some sham or like, because I feel like a lot of people think that you just show up and you like draw pictures of airplanes and they <laughs> say you're in the army or the Air Force, you know, and so. I know that I know that's not true, but like, no, you, you, did, you what, saw what's like yeah. your yeah no yeah I mean I lived with Chris right, and right. I saw like this dude would wake up in the morning go do all of his army training or what crawling through the mud I don't I don't even know right. what he was really up to, and then he'd come back and I'd still be asleep and I'd he'd be like three hours of intense like workout training and. Like all the trips you guys would do and all the different, you know, ceremonies. I, yeah. I, I don't want to sit here and obviously I didn't do it myself. So I don't know the, the <laughs> whole gist it, of it. But it's pretty accurate. I mean, you, I guess you, I mean, even then, that's not even the full picture, but that's, it's pretty accurate. Right. I'd say RTC in college is a very big commitment, mm-hmm. especially, and especially, I mean, what you put in it is what you get out of it. But if you want to take it seriously, which you, at some point, you have to. I mean, right. as a freshman, you can kind of live, go through the motions, but right. as it goes in, and if you want, you know, you want, because not everyone gets to commission. I, it gets right. selective. I, I know, especially in the, at least for us, we had some people to cut because the Air Force does not have unlimited spots for officers. Is there so. anyone I know who got cut? No. Oh. No, because my, my class was pretty small to begin with, and right. they all, a lot of people just left medical reasons. All sure. Right, 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 right. The years on there, a lot of people had to leave. Mm. Um, and it's not because you're incompetent or anything, just because there's limited spots. Right. They'll take like the top few or certain right. majors that match. Some people, they could be very highly ranked, but a major 
is the Air Force really needs a major that another yeah. person does not have. So. Do they tell you, Do they? is that like figured out early on? Like they don't tell you like second semester, junior year, like, hey buddy, we're not rolling with you or is... It, so the, without going too much into the details of it, but mm-hmm. really especially, they cannot do that once you signed. Oh, okay. So right. if, you, okay. if you contracted and usually, it, I contracted a spring of my freshman year, but usually you contract end of your right after you get out of a training that we did in the summer. So okay. end of sophomore year. Okay. Um, and Wait, so if after you're, you contract, you can't, they can't really just kick you out. If you're, so you're contracted, so you could be like dishonorably discharged now. Is that, is it, that what you mean by contracted? Uh, well, con- contracted just means that you already signed, you know, you're already with the your US soul government. to the U S government. You're, you pretty much sold yourself <laughs> and they cannot just say, well, we're going to kick you out now. Whereas like, you know, freshman, sophomore year, well, a lot of these kids are competing for either scholarship or having sure. contracted yet. Yeah. They could be, hey, we don't have any more spots. We only have so few contract spots to our officers that we can commission and mm-hmm. they need to cut. But to come back where you're uh, where you're saying in the beginning, uh, yeah, it's a big commitment. Uh, it, it, what you put in, again, what you put in it, like kind of like everything, but what you put in it is what you get out of it. But um, it, it's, it can get a can be pretty big commitment because you can decide to get involved more or less in, mm-hmm. in ROTC if you want to. You, like I said, you can show up, just go to PT and then go to so physical training. Right. At 5 a.m. in the morning, twice a week, uh, go through the classes, go through the labs, mm-hmm. and just not really participate in anything. But, oh, this guy. Yeah. Oh, sorry for the break. In the oh, action, sorry. But, okay, we're watching a game and there's a, there's a commercial with uh, the, some of the mascots for march madness and the notre dame leprechaun is in it who's that's that's the actual guy that's, too that's not just some no that's the actual guy but yeah. i'm saying because he was in our grade so oh really yeah so the so the so completely breaking this conversation right just to talk about the ad but we just saw an ad on tv like you said i think it was from nissan yeah and car. so the leprechaun is is usually just a kid you know so for us so this is a guy who was in our graduating class right i guess and you know i met i think i've met him before oh really Think he's getting paid for this for that commercial yeah. yeah well that's interesting because you would think they'd have to pay him because it's his face and his like whatever but what about the the, the mascots who are actually using costumes because you don't see I'm... their face so do they get paid well no because they probably just use some some intern, some yeah. intern to put, <laughs> to put in, right. in the chicken costume i wonder if he got paid yeah i never met him the like leprechauns from this year but um i met the ones like being a part of the band when I would go on like the basketball trips and stuff, we'd obviously interact with the cheerleaders and the leprechaun. So I'd be on the bus with them and stuff and, or her in the case of, was it Lydia or I can't remember. We had a female, female leprechaun our senior year, but I, I mean, I never sat down and like, let's get to know each other. You know, I, I never knew the leprechauns, but I met them. There was one, the one our, I think our junior and senior year, he was taller and he was like actually Irish. Do you remember that guy? Oh, I, 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 I know, I know what you're talking about. He I was always his name, but he was always my favorite. He was actually Irish. Yeah, because he like actually had an Irish accent. It was Which, like cool. Yeah, that's all. You, that's right. kind of like the all you need. At this right. Point. I feel like he didn't even need to try out. Oh, you get an actual Irish guy. Come yeah. on. Like. <laughs> but he was tall though. It was funny because he was like the taller of the three. Right. Wait. So there's always three le- leprechauns because there's obviously the leprechaun is always at the sports games and we'll have multiple sports games at once. But there's always like the main leprechaun who who's at the football games, and then there's like second tier leprechaun and then there's the third tier leprechaun who shows up to like the hockey games on the same night that there's a basketball game going on but it is what it is i mean it's it's a kind of a big thing the tryouts and stuff 
Yeah. Anyways, we deviated. That, that ad really took you off the road. Well, because I, I know this kid. I've met him yeah. before. But yeah, I just wanted, damn, I wonder if he's getting paid for this. Yeah. Is, well, you know what's So this is like kind of a segue, but it's in the same vein. I find it so weird. Like, obviously, we graduated last year. So watching sports games this year, like watching when I was watching Notre Dame basketball in the tournament last weekend, like all those guys are younger than me now. Right. I'm no longer like watching my peers play. These are kids like, like our star players are freshmen. And he's going to leave. basketball? Yeah. He's going to leave and go to the draft, actually. I don't remember his name. But uh, we, right after freshman. We have like a one and done. Yeah. yeah. He's he's from South Bend, too. That's like high key oh. the only reason he went to, we, we got him. That's kind of, that's kind of beautiful. So. Nice, nice little yeah, local story. Right. Notre Dame never really gets the one and done guys. But yeah, it's like, yeah, that dude's like 18 and I'm 23. And he's like out here How old was on LeBron a national when stage. He, went to the NBA? he was 18 because he, he went straight from high school. Because that was before they they changed the rules after he he went into the league. Because you used to go if you were good enough, they you could get drafted right out of high school. But then for whatever stupid, I mean, it's a stupid reason if you ask me. The NBA is just like no, you have to go to a college at least one year to become eligible for the or you have to do. It was college, but then they changed the rules recently where you could go, like, overseas for a year and, like, do... You pretty much just have to make yourself eligible. You can't be eligible right out of, like, high school. High school. So... Is it, is it because they don't want they don't want the kids to be taken advantage Recruited, of yeah, okay. stuff like that. And I, I think that's the justification. But at the end of the day, players like LeBron, he obviously didn't need to go to college. And especially because... Pl- I, you have to ask yourself the players who are one and done who just go who literally just go to college for that one year so they can get drafted it's like why not just let them the point, yeah. yeah so the nice thing is the NBA started the the G League stuff they started expanding that so now instead of going to college you can go do the G League for a year which is it stands for like Gatorade which is really dumb <laughs> oh, I'm not kidding I it, hate that it I used to be so it used to be the D League which D stood for development so it's for like Players that teams uh, like players that teams draft and they're not good enough to make the, the full roster, so you know they let them get better playing you know still competitive basketball games. So it's the D League, but then Gatorade bought the rights to it or something, so it's called the G League now. But G is not like maybe they like made some fake G word that it it stands for, but it's literally Gatorade because it, like the the so logo much. for it is the Gatorade, the Gatorade G. Gatorade. Yeah, so <laughs> kind of funny, but yeah, but so now you can go st- straight to the G League. Instead of going to college. So some people have done that. But it's still... I mean, the nice thing about that is you get paid. So you get paid in the G League. It's like an actual contract. But you're not drafted by a team. They have, like, special G League teams that are, like, this player is not on a team. So... I guess it's also... But, especially a sport like like ball where, you know... Because for soccer, for example, right? So mm-hmm. I, I follow... I mean, I, I've never really played soccer. I played mostly rugby and football. But mm-hmm. I love following, like, especially national teams, soccer... And usually a lot of the players, like, their prime is very young, mm-hmm. right? Whereas basketball, you know, it, it, it could happen later on, you know? Like, they could be very good in college mm-hmm. and they develop and mature as players. Right. I mean, LeBron's, like, 38 and he's leading the league in points right now, so. I mean, the, the king. He's, he's absurd, the, right, the, yeah. The GOAT. Right. Um, that's a hot take. King James. Don't be... Michael Jordan is the GOAT on I, okay, No, I, I'm just kidding. I, I actually, I think Michael... Or LeBron James is the best basketball player oh, ever. Are we gonna? Uh, sorry. Oh yes. Are you? I said we like I was gonna have any input in this. But <laughs> are you going to name this this episode uh, debate Michael Jordan versus yeah. LeBron James? No. So well. Anyways, that let me just bring up this joke because it's funny and I want to bring it up. So I was joking before the show. So well, 
What's it? You know what's interesting? Here's a good question before I make a joke. This is like, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I'm just going to say it like, so Julius is black. And in I'm, case you didn't know. I'm curious if someone who like literally knows nothing about you, sorry, this is maybe making me sound like racist, but like, do you, I don't want to say, do you sound black, but like, do you know what I'm saying? Like what? I'm, I'm going to cancel you. I'm going on Twitter. Yeah. Is that a bad, maybe no, I should I'm, no, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. No, no, it's so I guess, I guess it is, it is something that I guess annoys other black people. I, for me, I don't. I mean, I don't really care. Right. This like a lot of stereotypes. There's truth to it, and then there's the, the actual, you know, part that's just a stereotype. Right? right. And I guess sometimes people talk about sounding black, sounding white. Right. And I, I mean, I don't like that. It, it, there's no such thing. It really. No. It, right. It really depends on where you grew up. You know, what type yeah. of environment you grew up. You're that's right. just. I mean, look at me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm black. I grew up in France, therefore my accent is just a mix of a lot of things. Right. So I don't, I'm not gonna sound like another person. No, right. But I, I, I guess I've never really had that that reflection because, again, like I said, where I grew up. But you know, there are some certain words that you could, or some certain ways of saying things that um, are specific to, I guess, certain groups. Sure, and. I just want to, but it really depends on where you grew up. Cause right. I've, I've heard, I've heard black people. And no, white people. absolutely. No. So I, I guess I wasn't even trying to get at like the words you use just more like, I don't know the tone of your voice. Cause oh. like you have a deeper voice. See now I feel like I'm like low key. I don't, I don't think I, I don't think that's racist. I don't think that's, I think, I think it's fair to say that. Well, uh, the only reason I'm really asking is because of like the joke I'm going to say, because if someone didn't know you're black, now all of a sudden I'm making a joke about it. I said, that would be funny if you'd made that joke and we, we just don't mention that I'm black. <laughs> that would be even funny. But, right. I, okay, I see what you mean. Like, sometimes, it, it does, I mean, it's true. It's not true all the time, but sometimes black people, tend, black males tend, tend to have deeper voices. Right. Is there a black males with higher voices? Higher yeah. Voice? Yeah. Is there white or other yeah. ethnicities or groups? Yeah, for sure. But it's true that, you know, I don't, and I don't think there's anything racist about it. It's mm. just a, a fact that it's very common to hear. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I think I just asked that question in the wrong way. What I was more, what I was like really just trying to get at is, do you think that there is some like, like, do you ever feel, not like profiled, but I don't know. Maybe we can maybe move on. I think I don't think I, I don't think it's an uncomfortable subject. Sure. Well, I just oh, I, yeah. I don't want to say something that makes makes it sound like I'm I'm trying to like. No, no, I'm inter- I'm interested. I'm interested. Yeah, it's like, do you ever feel like like when you pick up a phone with some random oh. person? Do you ever feel like they might think like treat you differently because you sound black or something like that? Do you know that, what I'm saying? That's, that's I mean that's a very good point to bring up. I think, and you know, I you know you know the, you know so you know the term code switching, right? And, and I think that sometimes, you know, just that because there's a bit of a racism built in society, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sometimes you, some people are going to have to switch the way they talk. Right. Because if they're on the professional call. But I think that's you code switch in, in every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. All right. If the same way you talk to your boss is not the same way you're going to talk to me. Right? right. Of course. So I think there's that aspect, but also in terms of vocab- vocabulary, um, People trying to sound more formal sometimes or trying to mm-hmm. find as sound as sound as neutral as possible right. when it's just a phone conversation, just in a polite manner. But I get that there's some conscious of, you know, some of that societal racism that you right. don't want to sound from a specific group. Right. right? So you're going to want to sound as plain as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's unfortunate, but I think it's just a, 
sometimes a way that things are. I hope I hope we all hope that things will change it that way. But yeah, again, it's all it's all based on how society moves from there. Personally, me, again, like I said, I mean, French. I when I speak French, I sound like just a guy from France. Right. Like it doesn't really anything special. When I speak English, I don't really change the way I talk. Mm-hmm. I, again, I don't know how I sound like. Some people say I have an accent. Some people say, "Oh, wow, you're from a different country." I had no idea. So I think you have an accent. You think you do? Well, people think. I, well, sorry, I, see, I don't have an accent. I have kind of like a dialect. I would say maybe because just the way I pronounce certain words, like when I say like opinion, like most people say opinion, I say opinion because the Minnesota O is like right, right, right. a lot longer, and so people will say, you know, I don't even know where I'm going with this, trying to compare like. What we're just talking about the Minnesota. But it is, it is, but, a, it is a regional way of speaking, right. speaking in vocabulary. So. so, yeah, it's all interesting. But I've, I've, if, I, I guess to come back to the question, I've never really. Uh, the only way I would say I change the way I talk is okay if I'm talking to like a superior or right. a boss or whatever. I'm mm-hmm. just going to try to sound more polite mm-hmm. and use more polite words. Mm-hmm. I just how it is. Right. This is the same way I speak to you know when I'm, I have some cousins back in in, in New York is. Same way I speak with them, the same that I'm going to speak with some random kid I, I meet at Notre Dame. Right. Probably not. No. But that's just how it is. You know, you, yeah. you adapt to different environments. Right. I, I, I know because, you know, I've lived in a different country where mm-hmm. you even speak a different language. Mm-hmm. So I think it's pretty natural. I think I speak differently. Well, maybe not right now because it's more of a conversation between me and you. But I feel like when I just sit down and talk into the microphone, I definitely, even in that instance, speak differently right. than when I'm just like For sure. casually putting your broadcast of voice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, um, so yeah, so what's the joke? Well, yeah, so anyways, <laughs> we were <laughs> a small little digression into race, but so the joke I, I had made was we need to do something like extra for the podcast. And given that Julius is black, as we've now established, I thought he could give me the N-word pass <laughs> for the show. And, uh, and then we could just, you know, call each other. Right. The N-word. The N-word. And then obviously that's a joke. But the the, the the joke was that we named the cop. No, the joke was I wanted to name my podcast Julius Gives Me the N, N-Word Pass. Not clickbait. Not clickbait. Might delete this later. Because I'm on, the, I'm on the the grind of not clickbait. Last episode I mean, was not clickbait. Trust me, if, if the name of the podcast was Julius Gives Me the N-Word Pass, <laughs> hey, you know what they say? Any publicity is good publicity. Right, exactly. Bad I'm getting clicks. You're getting, getting a lot clicks. of clicks. Let's see, I don't know if... <laughs> is gonna want to click on that episode or oh gosh i never actually say where i work that i think that's the first time i said where i, work. I didn't say that it's fine you, you didn't say i that. don't care no, I, I you said, can just bleep, bleep i will it i will it. yeah i'll bleep it bleep. but yeah they, my i don't think my employers wants to see me <laughs> just uh <laughs> that yeah that's funny that's funny but um wow okay honestly i thought we were not gonna talk for an hour. I thought we were kind of just going to chat for Has a little bit. Has it been bit. an hour already? Yeah, it's been 56 minutes. It might be le- When I edit, it might be less just because okay. I sometimes cut out things. But I, You know what? You, you know why when you said that at first, I'm like, I think we'll be fine. Because so we were, so we ate brunch this morning mm-hmm. uh, with a Our friend. Name? Yeah, Erica. We so were. Erica with a, a, another friend of ours. And Well, everyone knows. I don't know if you listened to last week's episode, right, but you talked I talked about, about it, and I named everyone in the car. So yeah, right. But, so with Erica. Oh yeah, I guess we before we even get into the, or you say what you're gonna say. Sorry, okay. I don't. I don't want to pollute here. I, I feel like we've back. <laughs> we probably started a conversation, never finished it, and we jumped through so many conversations <laughs> yeah. after that. But anyways, uh, yeah, we had brunch with Erica this morning, and 
we ate for maybe what 20 minutes 20 25 minutes? minutes and then we just talked shit for an hour and a half for like yeah, 90 yeah we minutes. were in there yeah. for like tw- two hours yeah so i was like dude if we just start talking and we just shoot the shit we well, can yeah. go forever i feel like that's a good sign of like we're friends right or, exactly. oh, well, okay i say we're friends but like we're yeah like you're homies. Getting close yeah to like exactly it's like but you can just sit and talk about literally whatever and then that continues to spitball and other stuff and i guess when i said that i didn't know if we'd end up talking for an hour it's just because i didn't know what I'm, i've never sat down and done this with someone else so mm-hmm. i didn't know if you can talk by yourself for an hour you can 100 <laughs> percent right hold a conversation well, yeah, obviously i've learned that else. here today um okay but what i was gonna say now what was it oh, oh julius if if you're a listener of the show an avid listener you will remember that julius was in the car with me during the infamous accident two weeks ago. So I feel like at least if we're going to be wrapping up pretty soon, you should, I need to at least get your perspective from my view of the, of the accident. From the accident. Yeah. So how was, how was that like? Cause obviously for me, near death experience, not clickbait, but for you, did you feel like, okay. I, I think I explained this too. I, I didn't actually feel like I was about to die in at any moment of it. Right. It was just kind of like, I thought, Oh I, shit. Like, Oh, we're, this is happening. But I, you, I'm going to mention it, but I, I, I thought you were, you're pretty cool, but, it's like the this is like the the movie hero. Have you seen the movie? Hero. What's it's that? A, it's a Chinese movie, but essentially, it's not all the movies are like that. I get. I think Rashomon is also like. Where basically, it's it's one story, but each character tells a story, and each character is subjective. So the, each one has a different. Interesting. View. I've never seen that. No. The last duel that we talked about today is like that. Oh, where really? Each character, did from Matt Damon's point of view, mm-hmm. from Adam Driver's point of view, and yeah. then from the girl's point of view. But anyway, so this is like kind of like a. Uh, we say the same story, right? But right. Different perspective. Right. Yeah. So Jack is completely overblowing. We. It was just a little scratch on the car. No, I'm kidding. It was. It was a pretty. It, it <laughs> I was, was like. I was like. Whoa. <laughs> it, it was a pretty. I mean, yeah. I. I talked it up. No, it was not... a pretty big accident. Uh, so actually, I don't. Know if you, I think you mentioned it. I was sleeping when it happened. So, you. You kind of like said something like, "Oh shit," or or you. Ex- you kind of screamed or said something, mm-hmm. and that woke me up. And the minute I wake up, boom, yep. car crashes. It was, we all were fine in terms of like injuries. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a very dangerous crash, mm-hmm. but it was a pretty big impact. Definitely felt it. Yeah. Uh, in the moment, I, I definitely felt like, you know, some parts were hurting. But right. I think the dudes like probably hit on their brakes right before hitting yeah. us. Yeah. But pretty big crash. I thought, so what I was going to mention is that I thought you were pretty cool the whole time. I thought you were pretty level-headed. That's a good thing, but I thought you're pretty level-headed because we all, none of us really panicked. No, we were no. all pretty. Okay, you guys fine? Are we fine? Well, I just yeah, I didn't panic, but I knew like I was not in a place to like tell the police what happened because I was like shook up. So that's why I was like, can someone call the police? And luckily, right. yeah, Erica was like, yo, I got you. But hey, I, I think you're um, I think you're pretty cool, uh, and especially considering that your car was definitely total. Right. Uh, I mean, I looked at the, taking one look at the car. Yeah, that's you can't you yeah. can't keep driving that. So I thought you're pretty cool with that regards and then you know but yeah i mean i think everything you said was pretty accurate it was big crash uh those guys i mean again <laughs> i don't know if it's going to be bought up at court or anything so yeah. i don't say anything but <laughs> they look sus they look sus according to the uh jock talks episode nine <laughs> <Yeah>. julius <laughs> Drew said that those guys <laughs> were talking they look sus no they're they, they really look sus yeah. um the only exchange of words that we had with them the whole time was when we all got out of the car, I came up to him and was like, guys, get out of the car. It smells like burning. Something's burning. So mm-hmm. get out of the car. 
That's and, all I've told yep. them. And that's yeah, it's the only thing we ever said to them. Yeah, because I think I think I mentioned the police showed up like the police station was like just three blocks down yeah, the road from us. So the police showed up immediately and like took care of everything. So, but yeah, I don't know. Shocking. We took a. I don't think I mentioned this last week. Me and you went back to the scene of the crime. <laughs> yeah. Scene of accident. Took a nice a picture. Not uh, not because we wanted to. We just no. We were just walking somewhere walking. else. And we crossed by the. There was the still there was still glass and yeah. stuff on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It was a it was a pretty big crash uh, in terms of the car being totaled. Right. And even though we were all fine, looking at how the accident was, the team boated. The team yeah. boated us. Right. Yeah. If you look at the impact, everything was on your side. Oh yeah. So if something were to happen, you were you were getting that car to the to the face. Right. Yeah, but yeah, that's why near death, not clickbait. Jesus. I wasn't lying, guys. Not lying, not lying. He is not a capper. He's not a capper. And but uh, Jesus was on your side, or right? Whatever Always. divinity you you want to decide to believe in, but yeah, yeah, for sure. We were lucky. We were definitely lucky. I think okay. that's the word. Yeah, lucky. I feel lucky. I feel like uh, better be. Yeah, <laughs> like a million bucks. Right, <laughs> or uh, like a, three thousand. What my car is right. worth. <laughs> or like like a new 2022 uh, Mazda CX-5. Right. It's my new car that I'm going down <laughs> next. Hey, next weekend we are gonna have a, probably a interesting episode as well. I'm uh, I bought a new car. Uh, bought it down in Virginia. We'll have to talk about why that's the case some other time. But um, next weekend I gotta go get my car. I have some interesting details that are uh, the reason I ha- don't have my car yet. But I did buy one. I just need to. To get it so next week i'll have a car again which is exciting but anyways we can maybe close with this too so since we also did talk about the accident the other story i've told on the podcast that you were a part of that i think i just didn't say your name during i don't know why because obviously sometimes i tell stories about like like one person i'll like i've told a story about kevin that i probably shouldn't have or i didn't <laughs> say it was kevin but you know what i'm saying like right. i don't want to say that that was kevin you know what i'm That's saying pretty just for, yeah. right so I think like stories like that. I don't want to name someone's you name. You have my consent. Thank you. And uh, you know what? I don't. I think. I, I think, don't even know if I have a single interesting story. Yeah, I mean, you. you have some stuff, but it's fun. It's all fun right. and games. Right. And even though I think your judgment is perceptive enough that well, you wouldn't say my name for something where right. You know, I I robbed the bank. <laughs> the one time I walked into Julius's room and I, he was just stealing money from Chris. It's crazy. No, no, so. But anyway, so like, I think, yeah, I was, I've been like over judgy on like when I shouldn't say people's names, just mm-hmm. not out of safety, but just like cur- some level of courtesy right. and whatever. But like the story, the karaoke night story, I could have said your name. Like, right, yeah, that was that, totally there's not, you know, inconsequential, but cause I think the criticism from like you and Aaron and stuff from that night, it was, I was like, yeah, I'm, I went with my friends and then we my sat friend, with these other friends and then those friends is, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, right. anyway, so Julius was included in the, the karaoke night story. So I'm curious, there's moments in that night where you were not like with me. So oh. I was wondering if you wanted, you don't have to give a full recount of the whole night, but I was, I, I think I said when I told that story, when I inevitably have the other people from that night on the show, I'd right. like to hear your perspective because really that's almost i don't want to say a pivotal moment for me out in massachusetts but that's probably like one of the coolest yeah you met some very good friends then yeah i this is exactly your rashomon hero last duel type storytelling yeah each episode yeah. is going to be a different right uh different view. you should watch that's duel it's good. i will yeah um yeah so my point of view i, I don't want to toot my own horn again but um 
it was my idea to do karaoke. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, let it be known that, that these friends that we made that night, uh, you, you need to thank me and Daniel. That's true. Daniel, who's the other guy, he... Yeah. He's the one who made the reservations. Um, I think we all had a part to play in we had, everything. We, we are, but, we it, but, the, or, but the origin. But the, the origin, I was just like, right. I, we, I saw Shang Chi in the movie theaters, and mm-hmm. there's this. I think the post credit scene in the karaoke. Yeah, like Wong and uh, Aquafina. Right. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And our friend Daniel, who happens to be Korean, um, and if you know, the big fan of karaoke, um, he had. Yeah, I think he had gone with some friends. And I'm like, man. You need to invite me next time. Well, I yeah. really want to go. Yeah. So when we were out, out, I'm like, guys, I don't know why I'm really feeling karaoke. Uh-huh. So Dan's like, yeah, I got you. He called a place in Chinatown to do karaoke. <laughs> and we, you know, we, we ended up doing it. So I think, so trying to give my point of view that you didn't yet talk about in the podcast. Um, yeah, so yeah, so the moment where we went looking for people at, at the bar. Right, because if for those listening, if you recall... Some people had backed out who were supposed to go with us. So right. we had three people we needed to fill into our group of going to karaoke. And so we were like, well, what do we do? Do we find people or like, what are we going to do? So, so yeah. So you, you, you and Aaron ended up finding the group that we ended up going with. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I was like, you know what? I'll just go by myself and I'll find a group of three or two girls and just have them come with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God it didn't work out right. because we wouldn't have the great friends we met that yeah. night. But uh, funny thing from when that happened, all right. So I was looking around the bar, um, trying to see okay who who would like to come do karaoke, and I and I found and I saw this group of two girls um, sitting there, and they were pretty cool. Came up to them, talk to them, just hey, how's it going? Introduce myself. Um, I said hey, I'm with my friends. We're actually looking for people to karaoke. So you know the most cool way possible. Right. Uh, and then. At some point, out of nowhere, like just a a, a a guy just walked. They even say, "Hey, what's up, man?" Just comes in, puts his arm around one of the girls, kind of like mine, yeah. <laughs> like protecting. And I didn't even like try to say, I asked him to come later. I just, I was like, "Hey, and I, well, nice to meet you guys." And I just left. Oh. I don't even know if it was his boyfriend or a guy they met that night. Yeah, he just came in with that energy. I'm like, "Hi, right, well, nice to meet you guys." And I just <laughs> left. Uh, so. I think for some reason when I told that story, I think I had said that he put his arm around you. No, no, no. That's what I couldn't remember. I remember there was an arm around. Oh, someone, anyway. but okay. I'm yeah, not I, a violent person, but <laughs> <laughs> it would have been on site. It would have been on site. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that, that it would have been a very different night. Right. But uh, no, 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 no. He didn't touch me. He 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 touched one of the girls. And right. I'm like, all right, man. Uh, I just joined you guys and yeah. Well, we so what what happened though is you you like walk back and saw me and Aaron right, talking so, with these girls. So I walk back and I and I see Aaron and Daniel and and the girls right. You guys it was me, Aaron, and the girls. Oh, sorry, you, yeah. Aaron, and the girls uh, already talking. I'm like, and you guys actually. The funny thing is that it wasn't that that big of a last of time between uh-huh. me looking to find other people mm-hmm. and you guys. The way you were talking it was just like you were in a booth with them, just uh-huh. talking. I was like, oh, that's pretty quick. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, did did one of them find someone they already knew? And when I ca- came up to them, I was like, oh, hey guys, like, introduce myself. And one mm-hmm. of the girls, or I guess, said, oh, I'm from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you know what? That makes sense now. Right. She probably said I was from Minnesota. Time. Jacques was like, I'm from Minnesota. Yeah. Connection, and you guys were like, it's over, it's over. Um, so yeah, and then the rest of the night, I guess we were together the whole time. Yeah. So, um, it's a good night. 
Good night, yeah. Was it whose idea was South Street Diner? Was that one of the girls? That's Gummy, yeah. That's, yeah. That's Gummy. That's her spot. That's right. Well, we went, yeah, so we went last night as kind of a, I don't want to say a final goodbye. It's it like, was. It really is. It was. Well, well no, the final well, goodbye, but it's final That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying like what we talked about earlier, too. Sorry for the listeners of the show. Me and Julius have been talking all weekend about him leaving and stuff. But, like, I don't know. It's like a final goodbye, but it's like, I'm going to see you again, you know. So it was like, right. it wasn't like a final, final goodbye. But end, yeah, of, like, end of an era. Right. And the next time we're going to be at South Street Diner after a night out on no, a Saturday night. Yeah, you're totally right. With these people. Yeah. Of course we're going to see each so, other. So, yeah, we went back kind of like a bookend. You know, first night we all hung out was South Street and uh, I don't well, know. What do they call that when the, the end and like, I guess, literature or something or, or a movie when the end is the beginning? I don't know. I, I like know what you're talking about. I can't think of right, it either. Okay, but, you know what I'm saying. Um, but I guess po- poetic. Poetic, but, poetic. Poetic ending. So, poetic ending. But it was good. It was a great weekend. I'm glad we were all able to go out and... I, I had a really great time. The bar you chose to go to, that was a good, really that good choice. A lot, so. lot of fun. Yeah, you guys should definitely go, even though, I mean, I'll be gone, but that bar was right. like a fun time. Yeah. No cover, too? Yeah. Clutch. Oh, baby. Clutch. Mom. I hate cover. You know, I'm fine with cover when it's... So, like, there's... I'll say there's two instances where cover's okay. It's... I'm okay with cover. Like, when we went to Game On on St. Patrick's Day, obviously, it ended up kind of sucking. But I'm okay with them charging cover on a day where it's, like, everyone's going... So it's like I'm paying for I'm a spot there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's like I, I I understand. It's not so much that I want to pay, but I understand it. And I'm also okay with cover when it's a place like Coogan's where it's a dollar beers. So really you're just paying to get a good deal, right? Gotcha, gotcha. But yeah. when I have to pay 10 bucks to get into some any old run-of-the-mill bar with like just like nothing promising inside, it's like this is so stupid. It's also the but, thing is they don't need it because they make so much oh, fucking right. money. Right. Well, that's the thing I don't understand too is like that night, the night of the car accident when we were showing up to bars at like one and they, they all close at two, but at one they stop letting people in. And to some degree I understand it because they don't want drunk people just like stumbling in and stuff like that. But it's like all of us were clearly like pretty much sober. Mm-hmm. Like why are you denying we're going to come in and get a drink? <laughs> you know, it's like. And well, and we were going to go to the like White Claw or whatever, where they have a cover. It's like we're about to pay you cover to be inside for an hour and drink like one beer. Like, <laughs> you're really gonna say no to that? Like, I understand, you know, I understand it, but it, it mean, is kind of yeah. stupid. But. Nightlife, you know, they'll try to make money right. however they can. So right, right. You know, I mean that. I mean, this is bars. Think about nightclubs where oh, covers yeah. actually like. It, I, when I was in New York that one weekend. Um, <laughs> We end, We didn't go, but we were meeting up, meeting up with some friends, and I think there was some bar. They're like, "Oh yeah, it's a hundred and fifty dollar cover." Jeez, really? Yeah. Just for everyone or per person? Per person, a hundred and fifty dollars. You're kidding? And no way. I, 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 someone that we knew that we knew was over there. Uh, we didn't go because we were not close with that person. Also, a hundred and fifty dollar cover. Yikes! But apparently, that's not completely crazy. Some some nightclubs ask for more, but <laughs> that could be me. Beginner. Uh, yeah, that it's 150. That's just like, and okay. and we asked them, was it worth it? They were like, oh yeah, it was cool. Like that did not sound like it was. That <laughs> it was worth 150 dollars. No, the worst. And the drinks are probably 20 dollars for like a coke. You know. On New Year's, me, Camille, and Atia went to Cheeky Monkey, uh-huh. and the cover was 35. Fuck and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's crazy, dude. I was, and it, 
I'll say it was. It ended up being worth it because we had a good time. But thirty five for cheeky monkey. That's right. <laughs> no. So like thirty five for cheeky monkey in and of itself was not worth it. But I I got it. Like if I had not paid that thirty five bucks and gone out, I feel like I would have missed out on a good night. So I think it ended up being worth it to me. But like at the end of the day, no, like no, no way was it worth it. But all right, well, that's a way over an hour. Well, an hour twelve. And okay. I'll, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, an hour twelve. That's about what I usually run. I usually try to stop at an hour, and you know, I end up leaking over <laughs> with more stuff. So. You have sponsors? Any ads? Yeah. So ad today breaks? has been sponsored by who? You got an ad read here. Um, today was sponsored by South Street Diner in Boston, Massachusetts. Wait, what did you say? I don't know. Blue Chew. Blue Chew. It's like those like Viagra type pills. Oh yeah. I'm just saying a lot of podcasts I listen oh, to. Oh right, right. Like, yeah, today was uh, brought to you by Honey. Uh, please right, uh, right. add this uh, browser-based. Uh, I I don't know. What else? There's there's other ones. There's like a Better Help, right? And Better help. Manscaped. Manscaped, yes. A lot of Manscaped. Dude Wipes. I'm sponsored by Dude Wipes. So actually, usually the sponsor is based on the targeted audience. So what is the targeted audience here? Um, losers. Losers? The only- <laughs> Absolute losers? Just the scum of the earth. That's know, the like, only people who listen to this. Like hand lotion? Um, I would say some sort of... Some sort of if, okay, if it, was, if, it was, if it was tailored to you, mm-hmm. I would say either something related to like NFL Red or something. Because you watch a lot of sports. NFL, oh, like Red it's Zone. It's like a, oh, yeah, like a, like a, yeah, Red Zone. Like something like a, like a streaming platform for sports. Mm. If we're talking about your audience, and <laughs> I quote, your audience is a bunch of losers. <laughs> <laughs> I think usually it comes to, I don't know, like a, like a vitality pill. <laughs> or something. Okay, okay. No, my audience aren't losers. Actually... If you listen to the show, you're pretty much the best person on earth because you don't is... you don't need ads actually. You have everything you need. No, yeah, I don't need ads. I mean, you could give me donations if you're listening. I do have a Venmo. I do have a yeah. His Venmo is at Julius Martin. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. All right. Well, I think uh, that's gonna do it for us today. Uh, thanks. Thank you for joining. Being my first guest. I loved it. It's kind of exciting. It was a lot of fun. We'll have to... See, now that you're my first, it's like a, a special thing. So we'll have to run it back at some... You a know, year, maybe a, not for a while. A year after? Yeah. What what day is it today? March 27th. 27th? Yeah. We can figure it out. 2023. Right. We do a, a year after. Right. A year in ref- sure. review. See how Three Texas years. is going. Oh, see yeah. See how much I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love life. So... Yeah, that I that's your it. kid. Your kid. Your kid will be turning six <laughs> next year. <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest thing you said all show. Yeah, yeah. Actually, seven. Oh, okay, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm his right. godfather. I should know better. <laughs> so what if I did have like a seven-year-old kid in Minnesota? None of <laughs> yeah. us knew about it. That would be uh, up some some girl in high school. Yeah. Yeah, I actually have three children. <laughs> I'm a father three, of three. Three different moms. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, why do, you, why do you think I never have any money? <laughs> I'll go straight to oh, child support. You definitely support. need sponsors now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do need those sponsors. All right, well, thank you everyone for listening. Let me get close to the microphone here. We've been kind of far away. Sorry if this episode was bad audio quality i don't think it was i've been listening to us okay, talk. I, was, I was gonna say like you you have feedback right yeah so it's a little echoey but we had to do what we had to do so if you made it this far clearly you didn't give a fuck so right 
It's I mean, I mean, to be fair, if you're on episode nine of the Jacques podcast, I don't think you give a fuck. <laughs> <out of that. laughs> I don't think. Yeah, you you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Um, I'll catch you next week, probably with a regular episode. But I think last week I said this week was going to be regular, and then I had a guest. So when does I, this come out? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. This will drop tomorrow. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm yeah, excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. you'll be able to get some reviews before you leave Boston. So if if suddenly you're getting canceled for something you said, <laughs> you know, sometimes we don't realize the things we say. Maybe, True. You know. Well, some things I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah. So um, thanks for listening. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, that was thanks, awesome. Yeah, thanks for sure. And uh, like I said, because you're my first one, it's like Spe- you have to come back on. Of course. Yeah. I will so. Be. So we'll have to make that work sometime. But all right, everyone. Thanks again. Peace out. Uh, Yep. Peace. Peace out.